going on everybody welcome back to let's talk movies i'm brad <laughs> he's muted miguel's muted <laughs> i always have I was to muted, wasn't i to be yeah you were and to be fair i have to remind myself to uh i have to remind myself to unmute myself when it's like time once the video is rolling but see that's funny because even though i was talking like i listened to us like you know how we did the intro it sounded so npr it was so bad it did well i so a little bit of background if i sound kind of whatever it's because i'm not feeling i'm starting to feel a little under the weather i hope i'm not getting sick uh but i have that i have i have that that deep asmr voice you want me to continue talking like this for the entire evening? You're asking why we're losing subscribers, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Halloween gruesome kills. What is going on, my man? That is a dope picture, by the way. Your profile picture is sweet. Uh, he also says hi again. So what is going on, my man? Welcome to our first all Q&A episode where you all are going to lead the chat. You all are going to lead what we're talking about. Uh, and really, this is going to be like one big old hangout session. Yeah, that's how I'm with okay with that. So, Whatever you guys and got any burning questions, just give me, give us a shout. And uh, we'll see if we can think of something up. Yes, all of your burning questions, uh, we, we are going to answer them for you. You ask us anything. You ask us about our, our uh, personal lives, our bank accounts, our social security numbers. I mean, we'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Miguel, how you doing, man? Doing good. I did legs today. I'm fucking dying. Everything mm. under here is dead right now. I can't see where you're pointing. It's my legs. <laughs> so my legs. Like your thighs. Your thighs literally, down. Yeah, I will literally sell them on eBay right now because they hurt so much. You'd sell your legs? Yes, I would. You'd go that. You'd go that. Hey, Lieutenant you know Diane what? That's, that's fine. You know what? I'm pretty sure I could sell my legs because if you don't know, I think I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was Beyonce They're or Shakira. sexy legs. But one of those two has their legs insured. Like, really? Like, if something happens to them, it's insured. No way. I'm 100% certain. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. If you got a hot commodity, I mean, you got to keep that shit protected. I mean, I don't know. It's fair. I guess if you have Beyonce's legs, then yeah, I get it. (laughs) It's valid. That's a valid point. So, uh, guys, this is our first Q&A episode. I hope some more people show up, but we're going to give it a few minutes before we begin. I am wearing a Christmas shirt. Literally, it's November 1st. I'm wearing my... It just goes uh, all out. If you don't know, Christmas Vacation is my favorite movie of all time, period. Not my favorite Christmas movie or holiday movie. It is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, which I know, like, that'd be a shocker compared to somebody who looked behind me uh, and saw all of the Marvel and Halloween stuff. But uh, I don't I don't know, man. I, I do. I have a whole shelf of this is all my like Christmas vacation stuff right here. So I'm a big fan of that movie. Uh, and I did, in fact, listen to Christmas music on the radio on the way to work this morning. I did, too. OK, you know, I thought I, <laughs> I, I thought I I thought I just, you know, hop on the train real quick and I well, listen to Wham. You know, good old last Christmas. To be completely know, honest, Wham is a good band. Wham. Yeah. Also, Mike and Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Other whim. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I I clicked on it on my way to work, and I, I clicked on a ninety four point five, which is the the Lexington one of the Lexington radio stations. Um, and I clicked on it. And I was like, I'm just gonna see if it's on. And as soon as I like clicked onto it, it was like 
bum 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 ba ba dum bum bum ba ba dum ba. And I was like, that's not the one I want to hear right now. Do you understand me? Like, that's like not the one I want. I expected hear. to change it, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep driving, <laughs> and I kept it on. So I kept it on, man. But I'm I'm a I mean I'm a Christmas guy. Like I'm telling you, I I love Halloween, uh, and it is gonna stay Halloween because I think we're gonna keep watching the Halloween movies for purely and simply evil. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I am, this is the time of year. And I tell people this constantly, like Halloween through new year's is like my block. Like that is like, that's the part of the year where I feel like I thrive the most <laughs> because it's you, like you and like 80% of the population, my guy, like that's, yeah, that's like, fair. The holiday season is just for literally 85% of people. And it, it's and funny because it's, it's, it's kind of sad because I think to myself, I'm like, I don't get as much enjoyment out of the rest of the year <laughs> as, I do, <laughs> as I do the end of it. Uh, Monday to September is just pure depression for Brad. October to like not, really it, January, no, all happiness. It's not depression. It's just, I don't know. It, it hits different. Like that part of the year just hits different. Uh, but it's a good time. So... My man, Art, is in the house. Hi, Brad and Miguel. How was the wedding? Did you drink and dance the night away? Uh, our buddy got married. Our buddy got married. He yes. got married. Congrats, so, Moo. Shout out to you, Moo and Kelsey. Like, to Moo and I Kelsey. hope you're living it up in your honeymoon. A little jealous because yeah. you're doing things that I want to do so bad out down there in Costa Rica. So, yeah, I'm a little jealous. I had the but, budget. I had the budget summer vacation. I wasn't balling out. But yeah, I had that budget vacation to go through. But yeah, congrats to them, man. And we did. We have it. We had a really good time, actually. It was a it was a fun weekend. Um, for those of you that don't know, we had a wedding. Uh, we had a rehearsal dinner Friday night and a wedding Saturday, so that's why we didn't have an episode uh, last week because Miguel and I were both in that wedding, and we had a we had a damn good time. It was a really it was a fun time. We we it really was a huge honor. Um, I've been in I've been in two weddings as as the groomsman. And as the best man, obviously, for this esteemed gentleman here. Miguel so, was yeah, the best man in it my was, wedding. It was a what? You were the best man in my wedding. Okay, good. I thought he was going to say someone else. I was like, boy, I will literally <laughs> ream you to death. No. But, no. you know, it was fun. I thought it was, it was uh, really very, time. very beautiful. We had a masquerade. Can you believe that? Yes, it was a, it was a, it was the day before Halloween. So I mean, it was a very, yeah. uh, the pictures came back and it's dope. I actually have mm-hmm. a picture that I'm going to edit of me and Miguel in our masquerade thing. It's dope. Um, but yeah, man, it was cool. It was, it was really, really cool. We had a good time. We did dance. Uh, the first part of your question, I can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not drink. But no, it was, it was a dry wedding. But we still had fun. Okay, guys, we had, we had a blast. We did. We had a good time. So, uh, Art also says that's cool. Yeah, man, it was a good time. We had fun. So, but I'm that's glad like to be my, back. Um, I was gonna say that was like my, uh, I want to say my third wedding I've been to, or like it's my second wedding that I've like taken part of, but it's just my third wedding, just in general that I've been to. Mm. I would say, how many? What? How many have you been to? Oh my god! Wait, you've been through a lot. I've been to a lot of weddings. Yeah, um, yeah. I I couldn't even count. I don't know. Italian yeah, I people, man. I just don't get Italian that people. Invite, we man. know we know how to have weddings. We know how to have weddings, and uh... I would love. Well, here, here's the thing, and it's Brad... funny because my wedding was probably the most low key of anybody in my entire family. When... Yours was probably the most Caucasian wedding <laughs> I've ever been, I've ever seen. Compared, because you know, I've I looked up what a, what Italian weddings are the like, and Caucasian I was like, oh, this wedding. shit about to be like this shit about to be wild. But no, it, it was it was low key, well, and it was chill, and it was beautiful, Julia. It was beautiful. 
it was also in, in the way. heat of the pandemic, so that's partially why it was <laughs> it Very was so key. crazy, yeah. Um but again, the we got married. <laughs> that's the that's goal. Good. We got I mean, married. We that was it. that was the point, yeah. That was yeah, the point. For sure. But yeah. Moose wedding was re- really nice. <laughs> it was at a farm. No, not a farm. It was at a barn house. And I thought that was really sweet. It was cold yeah. as fuck though. It was cold. Like there was absolutely no rained. sense of heating whatsoever. It was just yeah. bitter cold. And honestly, I know I'm complaining about it, but can you imagine if that wedding was like in the summer? Like I'm talking like middle of July. Yeah. I'm it talking about a full blown oven. It would have been hot. It would have yeah. been warm. Would have been warm. warm. Art says, I love Italian style. Dude, you gotta come to one of my family's weddings then. It's it's wild. Like <laughs> it is a wild time. Uh everybody drinking, everybody dancing, having a good time, being loud. Italians are loud. Like my like my dad's side of the family is the Italian side and like they're they're very loud, but I love it. Like I feed off of it. <laughs> like I dig it. So And yet Brad's like the quietest person in the family. I am. I'm actually pretty I'm I could be pretty like reserved when I want to be. But so that means that means I probably saw a side of Brad that I didn't I've never seen yet at at a wedding, at like mm. Italian wedding. So I'm kind of curious. Boy, I need to go to one of your guys' family's wedding. I, it could be like I don't, I don't, I don't care if I don't know them. Let me just show up because obviously they're out there everywhere. Let you have crashed up. a wedding before. I have, I have crashed a wedding. Swear, my wife and I went to a wedding last year, and uh, it was honestly like this time last year. And uh, uh, no, it was this year. What? It was this year. I don't know. Whatever. It was it was earlier this year. I don't know. What, earlier this year, GBD, guys. So listen, wh- to whatever this. it was. Uh, Listen to this. I'm at the bar with my dad, naturally. and we're over here to drink in the night. Where else would you find Miguel? And uh, I get it. I'm just texting Brad, and I'm like, "Hey, what are you guys up to tonight?" And Brad was like, "Well, Julie and I are going to a wedding." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Where's Where's that?" He says, "Oh, it's in Lexington." I was like, "Oh, I'll be there." <laughs> <laughs> and it was in. It was like in a group chat. I think no, it wasn't a group text of YouTube. It was literally I was just texting you, and then you yeah. told Julia. And she was trying to like, uh, she was trying to like, Brad was trying to like convince Julia to allow me to go. And I get a text from Julia saying, please don't do this. <laughs> I was like, you don't know her. And she's a friend of mine. And I was like, yeah, obviously she's a friend of yours. Otherwise you'd be crashing and wedding. I was like, okay, it'll be I'm like, okay, listen, I'll come over during the reception and I'll dress up. I'll just blend in. I won't, I won't, I won't stick it like a sore thumb. And Joe was like, okay, as long as you dress up, you you can try to sneak in. And I was like, okay. This bet. guy. So I literally left the bar and drove straight to Lexington. Caveat. Dude showed up in like jeans and a sweater. <laughs> jeans and a sweatshirt. <laughs> jeans, sweatshirt, uh, and work boots. I literally sat in there and Julie would just look at me. She was like, Mikhail, I thought you were going to dress cared. up. Nobody yeah, no cared. one cared. No one fun. cared. It's, it was, it's the was, reception. It the it hard fun. part was done. That's the way I think about it. If I were to break it, if I were to sneak in on the actual on the actual ceremony, I'd probably get tackled. Well, you know what it was. You you were like, ah, I don't know, until you found out it was an open bar. I did. I did. And then you were like, here we go. <laughs> there was no there was no even questioning it at that point. Doc, because open bars are expensive. What are they like twenty thousand dollars just to have an open bar? It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, Dude. I better, when I get married, I'm going to make sure I got some bank. Because there's no way in hell I'm going to afford that will open run right your now. bill up. That is, that is expensive. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not going to do that now. I'm 24. I have a part-time job and I have no means of getting a marriage and not having an open and bar. Spending like it's going 20 to be grand on bar. booze. On booze exactly. that other people are drinking. <laughs> exactly. If I had an open bar and I was on a budget, I'd give people like a limit. I'd right. be like you get two beers. The rest is for me. <laughs> no oh, mixers, no nothing. Halloween gruesome kills. Are you guys ready for the new year? No. Not yet, because I I want I, again I I thrive, man, during like it's like Halloween through New Year's, like that's what I like when people say the holidays. I know they consider like Thanksgiving, maybe through Christmas and New Year, because it uh, is a holiday. Man, Halloween is like Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. That's like the gold. New Year's is fine. I don't really. I was never a big New Year's guy. Um, I mean, I'll stay up and watch the ball drop or whatever and drink champagne or whatever, but I'm not like a, I'm a, a big go out and party and freak out on New Year's. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for I this. Uh, I'm ready for the whole fall into winter holiday season, man. That's, that's what I love. But the, the down part about that and the reason I'm drinking tea with three tablespoons of honey in it is because we're at the part of the year where Kentucky is... 65 degrees in the day and like 25 degrees at night so i'm starting to feel kind of uh icky now congestion um, he said i had I'd that literally in halloween yeah and and like i said we're gonna keep we're i stay in halloween year round i walk in this room and i'm like transported back into that time of the year so uh, really the only thing that's probably gonna change is that pumpkin you see behind him between michael myers like that pumpkin's gonna be gone Jeff, that's just him like saying like okay halloween's done but everything else is staying why would that move? It's plastic. <laughs> because oh, is it plastic? My bad. Yeah, I thought it was real. You think I had a real pumpkin in here? No. You just said you were all about Halloween. The hell? <laughs> I actually, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I had to get rid of our pumpkins that we actually carved on the porch. They were like, they were <laughs> sagging and they looked terrible, uh, and they were starting to mold. And I, I was like, goodbye. <laughs> I, Wait, I threw them out you, in the woods. When did you cut we, them? We did carved you? them a few weeks ago. Not like oh. Not like last night. Like we carved them like a while ago. So, um, all right. So let's get into the. I, I see the chat moving some. This isn't all Q and A. So let's go ahead and do it. Matthew Smith, undercover. What is going on, brother? What's your view on Tom Holland stating that he doesn't want to continue the Spider-Man series based on the feedback he received for taking? Uh, n- n- I don't. I don't know what that it. means. COVID vaccination instead of taking back shots. Um, Neger COVID vaccination instead of taking back shots. I don't know what that means. Uh, what I can say, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up Spider-Man home, Spider-Man, Spider-Man no way home because, uh, dear, I, I told Miguel earlier, you would need to have a full-time job of just trying to cover everything that's going on with that movie. Because I feel like there's so like like you said earlier, you could refresh the Twitter feed, and there's like twelve other leaks or twelve other things that people are saying, and that may or may not be true. Um, but yeah, I, I I here's the thing, uh, I don't think that Tom Holland is is really serious um, about not continuing. I think uh, I don't know. I, I I don't. I think he's definitely gonna take know. some time off. You know what I mean? Huh? He's definitely going to want to take some time off. I think that was yeah, like the initial I, plan. I do. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, 
they might take some time in between the next Spider-Man series, but I don't think that, uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll just quit. I think contractually probably, because I mean, we, we've reported on this too, and we've, uh, you know, we've said this a while ago and there's a lot of people that have, uh, reported on this a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, different movie channels and different movie podcasts and things like that. Um, and a lot of the Marvel leakers that you frequently see, um, they have planned to do a high school Spider-Man trilogy plus a college trilogy plus an adult trilogy where that's when you'll probably get your Miles Morales. You'll probably get some of those deeper Spider-Man villains and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think he'll quit. I don't think that he will just stop being Spider-Man. Um, but no, he's, yeah, he's, he's on that cash cow for a long time. Like he, he yeah. is the Spider-Man for the duration of the MCU. Unless right. something drastic happens, I do too. he's and, going to be the Spider-Man. And I did see Miguel. I don't know if you saw this. Sony has added two film, two unnamed films to a slate, like a few, uh, I think it's like 23 and 24. And a lot of rumors are that it's spider Toby Maguire's Spider-Man four and Andrew Garfield's the amazing Spider-Man three. I still don't know how I feel about that yet. I feel like if they do Spider-Man no way home correctly, they could probably wrap those stories up. Um, they could probably wrap those stories up in, uh, you know, I don't know if I would in, because honestly, I don't think we're gonna film. get. I don't think we're gonna get like my my thought process right now with this movie is that I don't think we're gonna get like the original Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I think we may get variants, like it, like it's similar but it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I don't definitely. think that's. I don't think we're gonna get like the photocopy of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire because the way they're doing, the way they're trying to do. Um, all you mean the, the sequels? Like, like you don't think we'll get sequels? Their yeah. their respective sequels. Not again. Not Tom Holland sequel. I I, th- I agree with you. I think Tom Holland is set. I don't think even after No Way Home, I don't think Tom Holland is going anywhere. No, yeah. you know. But what? No, what I'm saying is like in the movie No Way Home, like we're not going to get like the original like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I don't think we are. Do you know what I mean? In No Way Home, yeah. Like, do you think you think it'll be a different version of them, not yeah. them from there? I see. I don't know if I like that either. I feel like it needs. I don't to like be it either. But I think that's what there. we're gonna get. But at the same time, you have to think. Willem Dafoe died. Alfred Molina died. So they're yeah. coming from like a different time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because I and you have the other thing, and I thought about that too. Is like you can't have you can't just suddenly have Norman Osborn show up and then dr octavius show up and try to do like their backstory in one film because i mean those characters deserve more of a they deserve they deserve more of a backstory you know what i mean they deserve more of a Mm -hmm. setup into um you know into what's coming into the mcu not just based on our previous knowledge of the raimi trilogy and of the amazing spider-man trilogy um and things like that so i don't know man it's i'm very curious especially with that leak i told you about earlier um i don't know if i want to talk about it on here just because i know they're they're getting kind of nitty-gritty with deleting what people say and it's it's crazy uh i got your text from that from the leak and you were saying like if anyone posts this their account's getting canceled yeah i mean seriously man they're like there are leakers and people that are like do not like you know i i I think we can say what it 
I, I won't say what the leak was in case anybody um, does not want spoilers at all. Although I will say, I don't know how you don't know anything about Spider-Man No Way Home yet, because I swear, I think Spider-Man is the most leaked movie of all time uh, in terms of people just throwing stuff out there. Um, this leak had to do with the first fight between Doc Ock and the MCU Peter uh, and kind of the, and how that fight transpires um, and things like that. And I, it's definitely a different version of both of those characters. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it is not going to be the same run of the mill Doc Ock that we've seen. It is not going to be the same run of the mill Sandman or Green Goblin or Electro. We know about Electro. I mean, we, they've flat out said Electro is going to be like a different, it's going to be like more of a comic accurate, uh, a more comic accurate Electro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be a crazy one. That is arguably, I I know all of, all the horror people, man, all of our horror listeners are going to hate me for saying this. I honestly think Spider-Man No Way Home may be my highest an- anticipated movie of the year over Halloween Kills. Seriously. Okay, I'm, no, don't don't, don't get dying. don't get all don't get all pissy. You got to you got to understand like the logic uh, between like you got to understand I was a Marvel fan long before I was a Halloween fan. And it's just no, but just it's, in not, general, it's not all Marvel movies, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but just in general, you know for a fact if the MCU is going to be have this going to have more anticipation. This movie is going to have more in, it's probably the most anticipated movie of this year. It's no doubt about it. Like this yeah, is it. It is. And I, and I think it is going to be a huge money maker for Disney and Sony. I mean, I you know, it's funny because the fight and we've said this before, even on our, on our second episode. Um excuse me, I'm I'm fighting my uh my allergies here. Uh we we said this as early as our second episode, you know, when the whole battle was going down between uh um between Disney and Sony over the character and over Venom and all of the different characters that whichever one owned, we even, we were like, you know, if they would just agree and if they would just be like, look, do you realize how much money we could make if we really put our heads together and did this spider verse thing the right way? And it's like, now I I feel like it's finally happening. But again, there was another rumor that the reason, because if you follow Marvel at all on Twitter or on social media or on Reddit or any of these sites. I'm not really on Reddit. I get more of my stuff from, uh, you know, Giant Freaking Robot, Daniel Rickman, RPK, people like that. Um, Geek Ossity. I'm going to take, take a real quick piss real quick. I'm sorry. You, you're good. Right uh, you know, I typically I get most of my information from those guys because, I mean, they're trusted in the industry. And I know a lot of a lot of podcasts and channels that are a lot bigger than we are. Um kind of look to them for uh for information and there was kind of a big rumor that the reason we have not gotten the spider-man no way home trailer even though we're what five four or five days away from the release of eternals um is because disney i'm i'm assuming because disney can be so secretive with with what goes on in the mcu i'm assuming that disney did not want toby and andrew in that trailer but sony wanted to show off Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the trailer with Tom Holland. Uh, so that's kind of the rumor right now as to why we have not gotten a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. But I don't know, man. So that's going to be a crazy movie. Also, and well, I'll, let me know what you guys have heard. 
The Rotten Tomato score for Eternals. Oh God! Let, let me uh, let let let's look this up. Eternals on Rotten Tomatoes. Let me look at the score because uh, the last time I looked, and again, you have to. We said this with Halloween Kills, and the same thing applies here. You have to take Rotten Tomatoes with a grain of salt. It's gone up a little bit. It's at 59 now. 139 reviews. Of course, the, the audience score is at a zero because nobody's seen it yet. Uh, but it's at a 59%, which it's okay. It's not no, bad. There's, I mean, there's it's, cases... it's over half. I shouldn't say it's not yeah. bad. It's over well, half. So There's cases of so-called uh, review bombing of this movie. And it's unfortunate because, I don't know. I don't want to get too like delved into the whole um, wokeness thing, you know. Yeah, woke sake because it's just not my thing. But yeah, I think I think a lot of critics are just starting to like review vomit mainly because it's like of the of the representation of different, um, I guess, that are just representation of diversity or something like that. It's just some some along there with like diversity and stuff. And look, I'm looking also like. I don't like I I I understand, but why but why the hell are we just review bombing it for, because of that reason? Like that notion alone, just fucking watch the movie. Yeah, I'm sure the probably the story of this movie is we're gonna have some holes, and it's and it's probably gonna have some flub ups. But yeah, if you're just if you're just gonna review the movie and give it a shit review because of so called like too much diversity, yeah. get off your high horse, man. Yeah. Like why bothered with all these reviews? And I'm pretty sure by the time the movie comes out, it's gonna smash. Like no matter what, like it, like a lot of people are gonna love it. Some people may hate it, but hey, it just gets gonna be a successful movie, point blank. And it's gonna, it's gonna hold it as a, as a placeholder for future stories to come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Miguel, before we go on here, uh, this is why I, I'm, I think we're getting to the point where we're gonna need some mods. Matthew Smith, undercover dude, get the hell out of here with that. I'm. What I'm is happening? I'm kicking you out. Goodbye. No, I want to see. No, no. It's being inappropriate in the chat room. Nope. I don't play that game. I'll kick you out. Yep. Uh-oh. Matthew Smith undercover was blocked. Bud, sorry. I don't play that. Nope. I don't play that game. What do you say? I'll tell you later. Stupid shit that... Oh. Trying to trick us into saying things that... Shouldn't say. Oh, are you? I understand. Guy? I understand that comment now. That I, I, I was trying to decipher. It looked like freaking code. Oh, yeah, and I, I understand. I knew now. that one hundred percent. Screw that. He can. <laughs> I don't. I don't play that game. Uh, anyways, anyways, anyways. Sorry about that, guys. I, if yeah, we're gonna need mods here soon because I think we're getting to the point where it's um, uh, trolls, man, trolls. And I, 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 I didn't expect that. I didn't. I had. I had clicked away from the chat, so I hadn't. I wasn't seeing it like go by, and then I clicked back and saw what he saw that he explained it, and I was like, "No, no, I don't do that." Hey man, we got a troll though. You got to put that in perspective. I know, right? We get. We did get a troll. We did get a troll. You're going. If you're getting trolls, you're going places, man. You're going places. So. Let's get back in here. Art, uh, the crowds for New Year's Eve are terrible. I'd rather get drunk at home with my own private toilet bed that's 40 feet away. Oh, man. Dude, have you ever COVID? been? Have you ever been to uh, New Year's Eve on New York, in New York City? Art, I don't want to like, go. I, I wonder. I love New York. I am a New York fanatic, but I would not go to New Year's Eve, especially right now with COVID. Get out of here. 
No way. I would still want to. I feel like it'd probably be fun. Nah. No? Nah. I got to find no a new thanks. group. Sorry, Brad. You're out of the cut. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It'd be fun. But good Lord. I mean, having to get out of that at night. At two o'clock in the morning, having to get out of that. No, thanks. Well, I mean, it's not It's not like it's <laughs> not like, it's not like the way we do our trips where like we leave and we go straight home afterwards. No, yeah. you're obviously going to stay the night. Yeah. And you're just going to walk. You're just walking to the I mean, yeah, hotel. You, you would definitely have to. Uh, I don't know. You, you would have to stay in Manhattan somewhere. I mean, there'd be. I mean, I guess the buses do run that late. You could like when we went, we stayed in Jersey, Jersey. We, we stayed in Jersey. Uh, but um, we just took the Lincoln Tunnel to get in. But yeah, you'd have, I, if if you wanted to be comfortable and you didn't want to go to bed at like 5 a.m., you would you would stay in Manhattan. But I guess uh, you, I mean, I, you, I guess there's different ways you could do it. But I mean, it'd be a good time uh art says i haven't been to new york but i wouldn't do it for new year's eve yeah man new, <laughs> dude new york new york is overwhelming like the first time you go you're like dude holy crap it's crazy 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 um and it's overwhelming and there's just there's so much history and there's so much uh there's so much crap there man it's awesome new york is incredible yeah that's uh, what i mean i told him that i would want to yeah it, it's amazing man uh halloween gruesome kills i've seen the first spider-man uh, do you mean Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Um, those are great, man. They still hold up. They, the I, old, I gotta say, or the old like '70s Spider-Man, Japanese Spider-Man, where <laughs> he, he's over here carrying was, a minigun. Did he carry a gun? I don't know if I've ever actually watched the old like. I've 70s, seen, I've seen, I've seen skits and scenes of it. Spider-Man. It's hilarious. It's great. I love him. Yeah. Well, not not the not the Americanized version of Spider-Man. I'm talking like the Japanese version. My man was a fucking menace to society. Yeah, he said that one. Yes, that one. This, that one. Oh, okay. Marie Banderman, what is going on? We went to college with Marie. How are you doing, Marie? Um, she said, side unrelated question. What made you all decide to do these movie reviews? Super cool and entertaining. Thanks so much for saying that, Marie. Um well, it was, well, a, here's how it it was a cool night in 1984. Yeah. No. <laughs> so pretty much this is how it went. I So pretty much the way this podcast started was every single night, like for, I don't know, since we've known each other, we've always called each other and like talked about something that's going on in movies or a movie we watched. You know what I mean, Brad? Like we yeah. end up staying, said- staying up like hours on end talking about movies. And then at one point, I think in like December – you called me and I was, I figured you're going to talk about one of the movies we saw December and 19th. You're like, yeah. And you called me and you're like, Hey, I have a great idea. I was like, what? He says, so the, the MCU like investment days coming up. What if we did a podcast and talked about it? And I was like, I literally laughed Brad off. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, no, Guilty. I want to be a podcast. <laughs> so I was like, all right, sure. I was like, Okay, let me think about it and all that. So I was so all of a sudden we just decided to do a podcast. And if you guys check out, listen, I'm telling everybody, if you guys want some laughs, check out our first video. Oh my god. Of investment don't, day. Don't check it out. It is our first the video. most cringeworthy thing we have ever seen. Or you will it's ever terrible. see. It compared to like what we're looking at and like how organized I feel like I am now, uh that was awful. But yeah, man, it really day. the the straw that broke the camel's back was Disney Investor Day, and because it and it was that night that I texted you because 
um you know there had been a lot of people that i that i watch it and it's kind of it, it was new to me like i never like you always hear kids saying like oh i want to be a youtuber and i was like i like the term youtuber still makes me kind of like want to throw up in my mouth a little bit like i don't know because when he thinks of youtubers he thinks of people like pewdiepie Mark I don't plier all those other people and like, like david yeah, dobrik are, like, yeah, like yeah, i just i don't know them. like i I, it never like vibe with me, but then I see people uh, that I still watch like now and that, that they have these live podcasts and they do uh, they do YouTube shows and they kind of build this community. And I was like, that's that's so cool. Like, I, I love the the community building thing. I love that there's Facebook groups like dedicated to like fandom and talking about Marvel and Halloween and horror and all this different stuff. And I mean as you can see behind us, we're huge fans of all of that stuff. So, uh, I mean, and I, I remember when we, we went and saw Godzilla King of the Monsters, uh, and we sat in I would one of our cars in the parking lot. Movie. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. The movie ended at like 11 and we sat there until like one or one thirty, talking in the parking lot. I mean, it, it just, and I was like, why don't we do this? Uh, and when the Disney investor day stuff was happening, I was texting him like, look at this, look at this, look what they just announced. Holy shit, like this is crazy. And it just kind of hit me that night and I was like. <laughs> Hold on, fun fact, guys. Like, fun we could fact. do this like for fun. When he was sexing <laughs> me constantly, people. when he was, when I was what? constantly about Investor Day. When I was what? Texting me. When you were texting me constantly about Investor Days, I have a confession. I put your ass on mute. For <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Did you really? I would put you on mute for like, I would put you on mute and then I'd check the phone every like. <laughs> okay. Granted, it was like, it was like, it, no, it was like, it would be like, ding, 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 ding. And I was on my computer. And I'm like, dude. So every other five minutes I check the phone and then I'll just read your, read your uh, new news. And then, and then I was like, okay, when you told me about the podcast, I was like, okay, this is going to happen a lot more. So let me just take this off. But it's controlled now. It's controlled. It's very controlled. I know. Very controlled. I appreciate that. But boy, when Investor Day came out, and obviously, you know, since this year is since the year has taken place, a lot of things that's happened in Investor Days already came to fruition. But yeah, when we were just like come thinking of theories of all the things they were about to talk about, oh my god, it was left and right. It was left and right. I couldn't keep. I couldn't keep up. I I'm usually a good texter, but I couldn't keep up with my boy right here. I actually still have more. I that that first episode we did, I took a blank sheet of copy paper and I wrote I mean no, I didn't. wrote a ton of notes on it. It's here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I'll find it. It's you should, I, you I should still keep that, have it. Keep somewhere. that and frame it. Um, keep it in frame and we'll frame it on our whenever uh, we at the should. end of the year. We should. I, I yeah. still have it, man. Um and it was just a ton of different notes that I used for that first episode. And uh yeah, so that's kind of that was the birth of Let's Talk Movies, December 20th. I know December 20th is the day that I made the YouTube account because it that's saved. Like, that says that on our channel if you go to About. It says, join December 20th, 2020. Um, and you also have to think, like, we were at home. It was Christmas break. We had been out of school. I mean, I hadn't been teaching. I mean, virtually, obviously. We were still teaching virtually. But I hadn't been teaching in a school in six months you know what i mean yeah. so it, i mean we really november because we had a couple of normal months and then november happened and and we were out of school again uh and now here we are i'm almost a year later i mean dude we are coming up 
bro uh, that's like really it, it literally it literally boggles my mind the fact that we've done this for that long i literally thought to myself and i remember talking to a couple a couple of friends here in richmond and i was like yeah it's gonna be fun i mean we'll probably do it for like a couple of months and just you know just push it aside here we are now i don't know i'm i'm kind of obsessed with it like it's literally become and 100 percent same i i i absolutely like enjoy doing job. this but i a love it we job. both love it uh I don't know. It's it's just crazy. It, it's something that I would have never seen myself doing. Like when I was trying to get my music degree and when I was in college and like really like, you know, trying to like trying yeah, to figure out your a career teacher and trying to figure out during your career this whole and, pandemic, like, build a life. I mean, it's just like I, it's something that I would have never envisioned. If you if you would have told me that we were going to be doing this five years ago, I would have probably laughed at you. Because again, the whole and I did still, the term YouTube. Like I don't consider us YouTubers. Like uh, Dave McRae We're... says, YouTube personalities. Like that's almost <laughs> more of like the that like that sounds better to me. I don't know YouTuber. I think of like a kid on Twitch who's like streaming Fortnite for his eleventh hour in a row. Like, I would say we're, I would say you know, we're just podcasters. If that's the best are. way I could put it, we're just like we're investigative journalists. Journalist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but yeah that's that's pretty much the so that's the of birth of it man yeah and it's fun it's also kind of cool to see how it's evolved like now we're doing these live shows um mm. because it, it first there was no was if we would have started with live shows a we wouldn't have been ready there is no way in hell we could have been ready well actually we did we did do a live show like on our yeah but it wasn't it, it was on instagram though it wasn't we basically for our 10th episode which again i look back the, at those first 10 and i'm like what were we doing? I'm like, what? Like, why did we ever do this? Um, my location, where wherever, since this has kind of been solidified geez. so far, our location has just been terrible. I remember our first one. I'm literally, it's like, it's like on my phone. I'm like, there's my yeah. phone, and then you can see behind me my office. It was so embarrassing, <laughs> and I had my hood up and everything. Oh my god, it was uh, cringeworthy. Yeah. But I mean, we, and it had, you know, we, we do most of these live shows and we still do some, like, uh, we do some pre-produced stuff. Like, you know, we, we've done a couple of unboxing. We have our vlog stuff that we do. Um, but I, I feel like this live show, the point of, and part of the reason behind the name behind like, let's talk movies was that like, it's about everybody. Because again, the, the thing that I really liked and that I kind of vibed with about a lot of these other podcasters and youtube personalities was that um they've they've built a community based on this thing and i, I really liked that and I, I i wanted that to be um i wanted to contribute to that i wanted to do that and that's where it came from so that's why that's how let's talk movies became let's talk movies you can buy the full audiobook on audible <laughs> at and at any barnes and noble location on december 20th and in case you're wondering, I'm the one that reads it too, not Brad. I'm I actually have some voices in there yep. too. So there you go. But honestly, look, I'm pretty impressed with how far we've came. Like this could be this. This is probably all I'm gonna talk about like how much we love this podcast. Because honestly, look at it, man. We had an interview. We've met so many people around around the country already, and we've had a couple around of, the world, of dude. That's what kills me. Is like oh, yeah. there was one point I was sitting in. Uh, I was on another show, and I was sitting uh, with. Uh, it was like six other people in the in the waiting room to hop on and to do this show on another channel and i was like holy shit i'm talking to a guy who's in the uk and in ireland and in 
uh, I don't even know where else. I mean, in Canada and why it was just, I was like, holy crap, like this is really happening. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we're talking to people from around the world and, and, and look at all the other podcasters we talk about too from different from different genres like we watch the movies with uh mike and jay love you guys we also got the slaughtered lambs like yeah we got we we talk mm. to a lot of other people and it's great <sighs> yeah. the fact that we have this community now it's no longer just us in a car at 12 o'clock at night <laughs> i know right you know what i mean we get to share that with other people so yeah it's great uh, and it, it's just it's been cool all around i mean it, it's a lot of work like i said it, it literally it's like another job like it's literally like having a second job that you don't get paid for okay um, i about to say like guys we don't get paid we don't but we don't we, we, we don't collect we don't collect a check we have 282 so. subscribers by the way if you have not subscribed please consider doing that at least leave this video a like we would really really appreciate that at least mm -hmm. leave us a like so Keep our yeah, so that's, going, how it, uh, that's the long answer of how Let's Talk Movies became Let's Talk Movies. So Yeah, you know, sometime down the line, whenever we're at our thousand <laughs> thousand video, uh, we'll just do a few, huge old documentary. Who knows? No. <laughs> comes out <laughs> comes out January 1st. It'll be yeah, a black January and white. 1st. We'll look like old we'll, film. <laughs> we'll have Morgan Freeman narrate us. That's, that's the way it goes. It all began <laughs> on an early night. <laughs> so... Good time, man. Good times. Yeah. And now we're getting to the point where we have trolls. So, and I'm having to kick people out of the chat. So, hey, hey, you so know what? I I totally consider that a success. Like, whenever you get trolls, when you get bots yeah. coming in, I mean, that just means that you're you're the the show is like generated enough traffic to the point where bots yeah. have to come in. I didn't I didn't understand what when I first read that comment, I was like, okay, maybe it's no, no, just, no, 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 no. Oh my gibber. god! Did you Dude, catch no. on to it? <laughs> I didn't even realize what I it did. was, and then I, did I clicked. As soon, as soon as I read it, I was like, "Brad, please don't read that." Brad, I clicked. Please don't read that. I didn't realize. I was just trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about, and then I, I was hoping you would say, it and I was like, "I was, I was like, really hoping oh. you would say it differently." But then when you said it, I was like, "Man, my boy went for that." Yeah, whatever. I I don't know. I don't know. That it irritates me, but whatever. Halloween gruesome kills. I hate trolls and hackers. Yeah, man. That just that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna play that game. Like I I'm not gonna give second chances with people like that. Like you're out. You it's you like out, you're gone. It's like you guys remember. I don't know if you not guys on my show. If you guys are on Instagram, like I don't know if you noticed uh, how like every other uh, there's like a certain point in time where like I don't know Instagram got hacked or something, and like every single post that I saw in the comments, it was like oh he tweaking or oh hey he's tweaking. Like everything was about tweaking. All the comments. And I was like, yo, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was just a thing that was going on on Instagram. And I told Brad, I was like, damn, we're not even that big enough to get that bot in there. As soon as we're big enough to get that bot, I'm happy. If we get, if we just get bombarded with bots, I'd be okay. I know Brad's going to get a little annoyed, but I'm going to be like, hey, well, we popping. I don't know. I don't mind if they're just being stupid. Like, that's one thing. But, like, I don't know. Especially in the world we live in, I don't. I don't know. I'll play that. Do you game. know who I haven't you're seen gonna, in a you're while? You're not going to trick me into saying something dumb. Who? Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's guy. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We've had a few trolls. I don't know if I'd consider him a troll. No, he's not. He's was. not a troll, but that's just someone no. that I, 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 I just, he, just he was. My he head he, as a he commented pretty frequently, and I don't. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, JT. Well, okay, listen. To, to whoever, whoever made that comment, we will, we will do a review of Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a game. 
I will play the game. When the movie comes out, sure. Yeah, I, just I will play it. the game, and then I will do some research, and we will have a full video. I want you to come back and talk to us about I it. I just don't know anything about I know you were all about VIP, it. so... Yeah, I, you know what I mean. I and that's the thing is I know like we get a lot of people. Um, a lot of people have surprisingly asked us to talk about Dune, which brings which me by to the way point Thursday night Friday, on the Thursday uh, the forty eighth episode we're doing our full review of Dune. Um, there will be spoilers, so prepare yourself. There will be spoilers if you have not seen Dune. Go see Dune. Yeah, um, go see I'm it. Probably gonna watch I know, it tomorrow night. I know my good friend Alex Montgomery. He's a he's a old he's a friend of mine in college. Mm-hmm. We were both pilots. And uh, he he kept wanting us to review Dune, and honestly, it's, that's one of the movies I'm pretty excited for. I haven't seen it yet, obviously. I want to see it in the theaters. Like I want to see it. I don't want to see it on HBO yeah. Max because obviously, you know, my TV is like a few years old, so quality's not gonna be great. I've heard great so, things about it. I have too, and honestly, I would love to read the book. I've just heard it is dense. <laughs> like really? if if Harry Potter is hard for me to read. Dune is going to be impossible. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. We, I have never read any of the Harry Potters. I probably try. I've tried to read Deathly Hallows, literally too many times to count, and I just never got through it. But obviously, I love the movies, so yeah. I mean, I'm going to check out the movie first, and then I'll read the book. I'm sure it'll be more in depth. There's obviously some things I've heard about the movie Dune, like you know, it's apparently a prequel. Spoiler alert, I guess. But I'm more than happy to watch it again. Or just yep. just to watch it and then do a good review. I keep seeing memes about it being about giant worms. <laughs> that's all. That's all I see, and that's another one. I, it'll be interesting to kind of, you know, I, I always say this about you about some of the horror stuff we talk about because Miguel's not really as much of a horror guy as I am, mm-hmm. um, and you're more of a Godzilla guy than I, than I am, and I'm more of a Kong guy than you are. And I mean, you know, it's just like we're uh, it. it we're like it, a match made cool. in podcast heaven. We are. It'll be cool. Like, it's cool for me to kind of see your reaction to some of that stuff. Like, I'm curious to see uh, my initial reaction to Dune because that's a franchise. I know this is a remake. Um, and this is kind of not um, a franchise that I'm very familiar with. So I'm excited to see our reaction to Dune. Nobody. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, nobody. Was anybody familiar with it? Um, my cousin was hacked twice over the weekend. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm it's sorry, it's man. a shame. My, I mean, dude, you're Michael Myers. Go get him. <laughs> like, look, Wait, what look, are you doing? Look on, at that picture down here, man. What are you doing man? on social media, Michael? Oh, is that what you do? Like, during, during in between movies? Do you just yeah. uh, go on social media? He's still, he's still, he's standing at that window after he killed Karen, and he's like. <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, he takes Karen's scrolling. phone. That's how he got on social media. He took Karen's phone, and now he uses the phone. <laughs> I'm surprised none of his usernames are Karen. That'd be hilarious. But, be, I want him. I want it's him. A, it's to a change. Karen Strode username, but it's really Michael on the other. Yeah, end. the profile picture is Michael Myers. Oh god, that's hilarious. That's awesome. Oh god, I'm so I crack myself up sometimes. We haven't seen Michael Myers in the chat in a little while either. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah. it's over. So I mean, that's fair. It's over. Michael Myers. Ah, it's not really over. It's really not over. Well, I mean, for this year, you know what I mean. For this yeah, Halloween, he won. Like I said, it's on to the hype train for the next one. Evil dies tonight. Michael Myers is like, psych. <laughs> nope. nope. Guilty. He said a nope. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, Yo, guys, no. throw us your Real... questions. Please throw us your questions yeah. in the chat. What do you want to know from us? But what honestly, gonna... with this whole Dune, Dune thing, like, Dune? Honestly, like, <laughs> Dune. <laughs> 
I hate myself. He's so saying much. it like goofy. Dune, guilty. Dang. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, Brad's man. wife, Julia, she finally found out what that whole. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the video of uh, Goofy Goes to Trial. If you guys haven't, watch it. It's fucking hilarious. And Julia never heard about it until last Saturday, right? Not not this last Saturday, but the previous Saturday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And by golly, she was stunned. <laughs> but she loved man. it. It was great. I, it's so it's one of my favorite. Favorite color. Miguel, what's your favorite color? You're looking at it right now, man. Black. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Did you say black? Yeah, black. You got to get, uh, like, all emo, though. Boy, black. that's hilarious. Because even though, like, when we went to emo night, I did not I, w- I did not look like, you know, one of those alternative boys. Everyone else is dressing all black, white, you know, trying to get all, all dark and shit. I literally wore a light green Carhartt hoodie and blue jeans in my work boots. <laughs> I looked so out of place. But I was still like, yeah, just yeah. getting it. Everyone, everyone was probably like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Here? <laughs> it's like, no, I am the kid who, in middle school, listened to that shit, had his phase, and then fa- and it phased out. I went yeah. to become an adult, have a four hundred one k. I do my W twos every year. I got audited twice already. I'm a full grown adult. Okay, I'm not into the. I, I don't do that stuff anymore. But when the song comes on, hey, guess what? I'm twelve years old again. Yep, that's the way it goes. What about you? What's your favorite color? <laughs> My favorite no, color is like a, a a really deep, rich blue, like an ocean blue. Well, like blue navy guy. blue, not like navy blue, like like uh, I I don't know, kind of like the if you look above me on the on the background, like that kind of real rich, uh, creamy blue. What color are you fucking? Oh, like in the, the blue one, Miguel, the blue. Like in the background, okay. yeah. I, I not not me. I thought you were camera, talking like I thought you were the talking, video background like, behind no. you in the curtain. I was like, my man, no. that is black. No, <laughs> no, not that. So, by the way, I don't know why I just saw. I I looked over here and I saw my Black Widow stuff. Uh, did you see that we're getting a new Morbius trailer tomorrow? I did. New Morbius trailer, looks, man. I think it's. I think it's gonna be. I think there's a good chance they're gonna like mention a lot of other Sony characters. You know what I mean? Well, like uh, Venom. Obviously, Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture is gonna be in it, and yeah, they're gonna talk about a lot more uh, Spider-Man villains. It's gonna I'm be. I'm glad you wild. asked because or I'm glad you said that. I saw a screenshot of the guy. I know you didn't ask, but whatever. The guy opening the Daily Bugle, mm-hmm. and they zoomed in the top of the Daily Bugle. You know where it's got like the the small header it's got the red daily bugle with the the bugle on it with the trumpet on it and on the top it says something about black cat and the rhino and then you go down and it talks about the the head story is you know morbius the vampire killings whatever else whatever else uh it also mentions michael keaton's vulture but it also has a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man reference on there. So it's got a reference on there from all three Spider-Man films. Do you think they're talking about Paul Giamatti's Spider-Man? And it mentions the Avengers. Do you remember? It it? mentions the Yeah. That was in the first trailer. It mentions the Avengers on, on the, uh, on the, the daily bugle, like front or second page or whatever, whenever he like turns over. So I think that's pretty cool. I think even though, even though none of that like comes, Yeah, even though even if it's just like a little Easter egg, I think it's pretty dope. 
because you know how like in the Daily Bugle and like the Sam Raimi trilogies, like it, they didn't really talk about like anything anybody else other than Spider Man. I know, I know uh, his thing was all about Spider Man, but I mean, it didn't really develop the universe so to speak like we didn't know nothing about any other yeah. uh superheroes it was just all about spider-man which i get it story's supposed yeah. to be about spider-man right but it'd been cool to get some of that and i like that movie has given us some of that even I though agree. like I... now even though now when we see it it's like <clears throat> it's connected you know what i mean <laughs> i know it's what is it it's like everybody starts doing like the crazy master you're yeah the, it's that like it's like of the guy like who's see writing all this on the right chalkboard here? and yeah. he's got stuff taped up and hanging and he's like that's is that that's that it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a good yeah. show. You should watch yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see what we're gonna get in that new Morbius trailer. Art says garlic bread or onion bagel. Uh, I don't know what the fuck onion bagel is. I know you don't know. You never had an onion bagel. I've never had an onion bagel. What is an onion bagel? Hold what on, I'm gonna look it up, guys. Where are you? Who are you? I'm. I probably had it. It's a bagel okay. with like. Onions? Dried onion on it. Yeah, but it's not like it's like dried onion. It's like little like flakes of like dried onion. Is it like an everything bagel? No. No? No. Okay. I don't know what it is, guys. I'm sorry. I'm right. not cultured enough. Uh, if it's just an onion bagel, I think I'm going to go garlic bread. It also depends on the situation here. Like, what's the situation? I mean, don't be one of those people. I'm, a, like, I'm oh, Italian. So if favorite. we. I'm Italian, so like I got it. I I kind of have to lean towards the garlic bread thing. Garlic bread, garlic it's all bread. All about that garlic bread. Uh, but also like, I I don't know, man. Bagels are good. That's a tough one. It depends. Garlic Although bread I'm an morning. everything bagel guy. If it, if I have to pick between garlic bread or an onion bagel, the garlic bread. I would I I'd do a bagel in the morning and then garlic bread at dinner. There's no, there's no sense of like. <laughs> you don't have why to pick not, both. Yeah, why not both? I'm yeah. down with both, guys. Yeah. Art also says if you guys haven't seen the barge, the barge people, you should do a first time watch along. The barge people. What is the barge people? Let's see. The barge people. I just butchered that. The barge people. What is that? 2018. Holy shit, that looks sketch. Woo! Set on the canals. You, you got to do this right. Set on the canals amid the glorious British countryside. Two sisters and their boyfriends head off for a relaxing weekend away on a barge, unaware of the flesh-eating fish mutants lurking in the water, ready and waiting to feed flesh-eating fish mutants. Holy crap. Put that crap on a cracker. Wow. Is this low key like a humanoids of the deep type deal? I'm looking at I the pictures so. and I get humanoids of the deep vibes. Interesting. I don't know. Art. That art. We might have weird. to. Well, I'm going to write that down. That's an interesting one. The barge people. I'm always down for a good indie horror flick that I've never seen before. The barge people. See, indie horror flicks are always willing to take that take that leap. I know. They're always willing to do things that like your Halloween kills and your Nightmare on Elm Streets won't do. You know what exactly. I mean? Even though, I mean, yeah, I get it. MTV Freddy, but yeah. Yeah, crazy. Uh, obviously, cream cheese is a must. My favorite kind of bagels are onion, everything, and jalapeno cheddar. Ooh, jalapeno cheddar is lit, too. Uh, I'm, I'm an everything bagel guy, man. I'm an everything bagel. I'll tell you what, and Miguel, you're going to think this is hilarious. My wife, we, we, we all went to the same college. Um, that's where my wife and I met. Uh, and everything bagels. 
they had a um, what's it called? Um, they had really good everything bagels. Um, Einstein's. If you've ever eaten at an Einstein's, they had nine Einstein's at our college, and uh, I mean we we spent way too much money at that place getting breakfast. But the fuck is a Miguel, nine Einstein's? Oh, I, I heard you say nine Steins. I was like, is that no. one type of bagel they have over there? <laughs> like the off-brand one? No. Yeah. Uh, but we went to Einstein's all the time. And they had this thing called a Santa Fe wrap. And it was a tortilla with egg and like potato. And it had salsa and like this jalapeno sauce and whatever in it. It was so friggin' good. <laughs> and Julia talks about this all the time. She's like, I want to stop by there. I know, that? I know, I know, I no, know. It's on a, actually no. She looked it up. It's on a bagel now. They put it. They put it on. They, that's what made me think of it. They put it on an everything bagel now. They literally, they literally pulled the Taco Bell. Like, dude, this thing is fucking getting us so much revenue. Got to pull it from the menu. <laughs> you got to get rid of it. Uh, get rid yeah, of man. It. They they put it on. A, they still have like the the item menu, but it, they put it on an everything bagel instead of a wrap. So I guess it's the Santa Fe breakfast sandwich. I guess that's what it is. All it right. wasn't but good. It was good, man. It, was it good. wasn't. I mean, no, so. the, the the wrap was delicious, but the bagel, yeah. no, I'm out. One I thing know. I want to add on that list. I know you just added something on the list of the watch along. A movie that I was told to go check out was Event Horizon. I know, dude. I I have seen bits and pieces. I have never. I have a confession to make. I have never seen Event Horizon all the way through. Neither um, have I. So that's you know what? Another that's one, perfect. Man. Yeah. So there's a few that's down them. the pipeline. Uh, We're going to do that. If you guys want to watch us in our first take on Event Horizon as well, it's done yeah. deal. We're going to watch well, it. We And again, those are going to be good. We'll have to do that on our, uh, again, uh, something that's kind of a, a nice little throw in. Uh, Purely and Simply Evil, which is our horror show. We are going to start doing more episodes of that. I know we're kind of on this Halloween kick and we're going to do, I, I think we might try to get through most of the Halloween franchise um, uh, at the beginning here, but we are going to start taking a look. The whole point of that show is to revisit older horror movies or past horror movies, not just new things. Um, you know, we'll, we'll still review new films on this show on the main show. Um, but we're going to, we're definitely going to take a look at a lot of those things. Uh, the howling is on my list too. Um, an American Werewolf in London, which again I've never seen. That's what we've American been trying to watch for a while. And, and I bought <laughs> it. I bought the Arrow it. video copy, and I think what we might do, we might actually do a live watch along of that one, and have Frank and Darren on from the Slaughtered Lamb because that is literally Ooh. the Slaughtered Lamb is the bar in an, in an American Werewolf in London because Darren's in the UK and Frank is in the States. So that's literally that movie was the birth of their show. So uh, I, I think we might try to have them on at some point and do that. Um, the Howling is another one that I really want to see. There's a few. I'll have to look at my. Uh, I'll have to look. There's a few that I I have that I've never seen, um, or that I've only seen little bits and pieces of that I want to check out. So um, Art also says I have an Einstein's down the street from my house. I go. I need to go there eventually. Uh, I usually buy store-bought bagels, but it's been a while. Store-bought bagels are fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Einstein's right. is pretty good, though. I mean, their menu might have changed. It's been, I mean, it's been a couple years, three, what, three years since I got out of college. So, I mean, like, it's been, you know, it's been Holy a little bit. Holy fuck. The Slaughter Lamb is actually a bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Halloween Gruesome Kill says, I don't know if you guys heard of a movie called Night of the Living. <laughs> have we heard of... Hold on. You're about to get some really hard news. 
I gotta show off my shit when I can. Have I heard of Night of the Living Dead? He's gonna Bro. flex on you, boys. I own three different copies of Night of the Living Dead. It is one of the. It is one of the. It is in the top five quintessential horror movies of all time. It is literally, and if you guys know me, I also have it in color because I know the original is in black and white. I have it in color as well, uh, and I have uh, the remake as well. Tom Savini's remake with Tony Todd starring, which is pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, Love we're it. big. We're big. We're big zombie fans. If you oh, guys yeah. didn't know, little flex right here. Just saying. <laughs> Where are we at with the zombie episode? Just saying. Oh, um, yeah. I uh, that zombie. Our we we did it. If you want to know about how we feel about zombies, we did like a two-hour episode on zombies. Dude, it is at almost ten thousand views. That zombie episode has done incredible. It is. I mean, still to this day, uh, if still you growing. look at our YouTube statistics. Like, if I looked at it right now, like today, November 1st, and that episode came out six months ago, I guarantee you, even over the Halloween Kill stuff, for the last 48 hours, it would still be number one on our watch list. Yep. yep. And it's fun. I never would have thought that. And you know what's great about that one? Never would have thought we, that. We were, had no idea what to do on that episode. On that week, well, it's so we had what no idea. And it's Brad so was like, broad. yeah, Brad was literally concerned. He was like, dude, what are we going to do for this episode? And I was like, you know what, Brad? Yeah. I know you wanted to talk about zombies. Let's just talk about zombies tomorrow. And <laughs> Brad was like, within like less than 24 hours. I, prayed, a I prepared book. a lot, though. Like, yeah. I, I listened to a few different things. I re- And I mean, I again, I'm a huge zombie guy. Like, I have an entire shelf back here of nothing but zombie flicks. Um, and again, another little flex here. So Miguel and I went to Scarefest. If you haven't checked out our most recent vlog, we went to Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and I got this guy too, which I don't know if you can see it. This is a, uh, it's a pretty dope Dawn of the Dead poster, like an, an OG when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Let me get it closer here. So you can, and it's got like the zombie on there. It's got Damn. the gas mask. Hold up. What was, what was dope. the top, what was the top thing say? Yeah, that's the saying from the original Dawn. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. God. George Romero was ahead of his time, man. That is deep. I love those old Romero films, man. And we are definitely, definitely going to do a watch along of this. Because, and I know there's there's a movie that think these people, I'm an idiot. There's people that think that this movie is stupid. And dude, this movie is the dawn of zombie movies. Like that, without this movie, we wouldn't have zombies. I mean, look at this cover art. Like, if I take it out of the slipcover, look at that cover art, man. Now you sit there and tell me that if you had to stand face to face with all that, you wouldn't be shitting your pants. I mean, good lord, that is amazing. You got the two discs in there. Incredible. Amazing. It's also got a poster of the little girl too that killed her mom. So, yeah, man. Big rep. Huge Night of the Living Dead fan. Great, yeah. great, huge, great huge zombie fans. For Fantastic the both of us. question. Um, let's see. Brad, you need a binder. Um, actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Art, I'm not gonna lie, that's not a terrible idea. I didn't. Even Are you talking about that. for the podcast? Just keep notes. I mean, that's pretty yeah. good. Bear Knight, what's going on, my man? He says, don't think Toby and Andrew are in the movie. 
That's I a do. hot take. That's a hot I, take. I must say, it I really, really is. Do. Um, I don't know. I it's look here. I mean, obviously they've like they've done a lot of things to hint towards it, like literally with that magazine that just came out with uh talking about the new movies and how they're doing everything it's literally basically an homage to the sam raimi trilogies so yeah. i mean that pretty much just says like hey toby mcguire is gonna be in there but i don't think but like again like it may not be the toby mcguire spider-man that, that we, we all know. like grew to love and that's something that's something kevin feige literally said uh a couple days ago he was like listen he's he like kevin feige's actually concerned with the amount of theories and rumors that just keep spiraling out of control yeah. about movies coming well, out. Well, it's the same because... thing that happened with Halloween Kills. If you if you set your expectations here, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed at the end. You know what I mean? And I fall exactly. into that too. You know, I mean, I do. I I, I do. Uh, so I don't know. I me personally, I do think that they are in the movie. Uh, what I can't attest to, and I don't I don't know if I want to know. Um, is the extent of their involvement in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't, I want them to have a serious, complex role, a starring role. I don't want them to take a backseat. I don't want, I don't want it to want be a cameo. I don't want the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to be, end up Ben Parker's, uh, end up being Ben Parker, Tom Holland's uh, uncle. I don't want that. That seems too... Mean? Like you know what I'm talking about? Like there's there's theories saying that Tobey Maguire, if he's going to be in the movie, is going to be because he's going to be he could be like a variant of well, Ben Parker. I don't. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I fucking there, spoil? No, something? no, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna give a mini spoiler alert here. Mini spoiler alert. Uh, there was a rumor. <laughs> there, there's our spoiler alert sound. There was a, a rumor that seemed to be confirmed by a few people that Tobey Maguire dropped the famous Spider-Man line um, with great power comes great responsibility. That Tobey Maguire says that to Tom Holland in this film, which yeah, I'm okay with. That. I'm okay with. I, I But again, I Bear Knight, to kind of go off of what you said, I don't want... Uh, I don't want them to just have a quick six-minute cameo. You know what I mean? I want them to have screen time. I want them to be essential characters. Uh, and I know Daniel Rickman confirmed this, too, that they actually have... I think it's the the one thing uh, that I read on RPK's Twitter account, and this was a few weeks ago now, said that Tobey Maguire has more screen time in No Way Home than Robert Downey Jr. did in Endgame or Infinity War. Which means Tobey Maguire would have a pretty decent role in this film. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I think for this film, that works. Yeah. Uh, and I know, like, I you know, Miguel, gonna... we kind of talked about this a little bit when you were gone. There's a big debate right now and a big rumor about the reason why we haven't gotten a trailer is because Disney is like, no, you got to keep this a secret. Sony wants to throw toby and andrew in the trailer yeah they want to throw them in the trailer and kevin feige's probably like no what you say like like what you want to do uh i i mean i get that i mean i understand why the trailers still hasn't came out yet because there's you literally have two companies 
trying to advertise this movie and each one of them has a different um vision as how this movie should be marketed and how it should come out agreed and so it's obviously it's gonna be button heads yeah no way home trailer november 12th yeah i've heard that i've i've they're good lord and and that's you know we we talked about this earlier i know the chat is kicking right now thank you guys so much for throwing your questions in um, I, I really appreciate it. And what, we're going to stay on the, the Spider-Man topic for just a second. Um, I, we talked about this earlier. You, you would need you would need like a second job of just tracking down all the Spider-Man information to uh, to actually stay on top of everything that's happening with No Way Home. There are so many leaks and so many things going on with that movie and so much. I mean, whether it's true or not, it's kind of irrelevant to the fact that there is just <clears throat> so much information coming out. Uh, just so much stuff. So, I mean, I have heard that date. Uh, and I know there was a date a few days ago. They thought it was going to come out today. They thought it was going to come out on Friday. They thought it was going to come out last Wednesday. I mean, it, it's like every single day. They're like, today, today's the day. The trailer is coming at noon. And then it's like 1245 and everybody's like, you suck. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Uh, so I don't know, man. It, it's just crazy. I hope, I hope it does drop on November 12th. My guess would be that they want it to play in front of Eternals, which makes sense. Um, considering Eternals is the last, I mean, you realize we're at the last stop before No Way Home. We are. Yep. Eternals is it like that. I mean, yes, we have Hawkeye, but I don't, I don't think Hawkeye is really going to play into the events of No Way Home. I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, obviously, my God, it has with, to because it's the thing in fucking Black New York Widow, for fuck's sakes. I mean, I don't <laughs> like, know, but, but the thing with the Black thing Widow with Winter Soldier. And, that whole story and what happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I mean, that's kind of its own whole bag of worms, too. But I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, Bear also says, call me crazy, but I think it's going to be Holland Spider-Man, Super Suit MJ, Super Suit Ned, maybe a Miles versus uh, Miles Morales versus Goblin, Doc Ock, Electro, Lizard, and Sandman, Venom post-credits. Could be. Could be. Man, Whoa. there were a lot of rumors. Again, uh, real quick spoiler alert. Maybe again, this could be true. Could not be true. We don't know. Um, but there were a lot of rumors that Ned becomes the hobgoblin in this film. I was sick. I was getting, I, I keep hearing a lot of hate for Ned. <laughs> like I've heard so many bad jokes. about. Also, Ned. my boy so is bad. jacked. He is getting jacked. Dude got ripped since uh, far from home. Pretty dope. Um, so let's keep going in the chat here. Thank you guys so, so much for, uh, for dropping all your, your questions and comments. That's awesome. You guys want a fun trippy movie for a watch along? Try the hug a bunch movie. You're definitely going to need drinks for this one. Hug a bunch. Let's check out hug a hug a, am I spelling that right? Hug a bunch, hug a bunch, hug a bunch. What the f what I got hell? creepy doll. A TV movie from 85? Is that... A girl travels through her mirror into Hugaland to find a way to keep her grandmother? The only one who knows how to hug young. I do not know. Holy... <laughs> what it... That's scarier than Halloween! That's scarier than anything! What is that doll? She's like... What is that, man? The Hug-A-Bunch. Interesting. Interesting. 
You know, is Miguel, like, you know what would be you know what would be fun is if I on the purely and simply or even on this show, whatever, if we did like one weird indie movie that nobody's ever heard of a month or something like that. That would like, be fun. Watch just like watch something like off the wall buku crazy that we've never heard of. That would be cool. That'd be a good time. I think that would be fun because also it'd give them a little bit more press for all these other indie movies out there because honestly, they make some pretty good shit. Oh yeah, man. It's incredible. Uh, I mean, we're going to hit the fan films. We're going to, we're, we're going to hit it all and we got nothing but time. So, um, Art also says Halloween Kills has made 115 million worldwide. I saw that. Yeah. It was a $20 million. Was it $20 million, uh, budget? Yeah, Halloween Kills is kicking ass, man. Yeah. It's doing really, really, really well. Uh, my favorite zombie film is World War Z. I also like the Dawn of the Dead remake, Resident Evil, and 28 Days Later. All incredible choices. Uh, World War Z is probably my least favorite out of that. And I actually, um, and I've talked about this before uh, in the zombie episode, actually. I, I actually, I love the premise of World War Z. I think it's really cool, really unique, really creative. Um but the zombies, man, the zombies are, are they're fake as hell. They just look, they look they, CGI and it rips me out of the movie. Um, if you gave us, if you gave us 28 days later zombies in World War Z, oh, I feel like that movie probably would have dude, been more I, scary and much more uh, successful, so to speak. Because I've Brad said Pitt this did before. a great job. Oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. I enjoyed mm-hmm. watching it. I have it over here. Um, I'm really upset that they scrapped the sequel because I think that could have made a cool sequel. Um, that could have been a cool franchise. That could have mm-hmm. been a franchise film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love the Dawn of the Dead remake. You got I've talked about Resident Evil ad nauseum. I'm. I mean, Resident Evil is the birth of horror for me. I mean, that's what Resident Evil is the thing that got me into horror. And I mean, obviously, like. I mean, I'm going to be straight up to you. Halloween is like here. Halloween is here. But I got to say in the horror world, Resident Evil is the one thing that just like sits on top of Halloween. Like it just kind of like sits there on the shelf. Uh, I, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Um, 28 Days Later, dude, I got, I, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Horror movies don't really freak me out that much anymore. 28 Days Later scares the crap out of me. And I'm a zombie guy. I dig zombies. And tw- it still to this day, the music and the atmosphere in that movie, man, it is just, it, it kills me. That there's 28 scene, Days Later is terrifying. There's it is scene, freaking I think, terrifying. I think there's a scene in 28 Days Later where it's like, the like the, he just got he got out of hospital. He's being chased by a zombie. But here's the kicker. The zombie's on fire. Fucking scary as hell. Can you imagine? There are two things. The, the two scariest moments in 28 Days Later. Uh, the first zombie we see, the first real zombie, of course, when uh, when he's walking through the church, um, and Killian Murphy did incredible in that role too. He mm-hmm. he did he played a really good part. Um, when he walks in the Catholic church and it's where people were laying, and the zombies are just kind of motionless, and he walks in and they just go literally and they're not they're not moving like they don't like (laughs) like they can move fast and you get the felt like how quickly he sits up it's like a dog like when you say like outside or something like and they just like their entire body reacts like his entire body reacts and they're covered in blood and you can tell they've been dormant but they're just staring at him and he's like okay and you know what (laughs) i mean and he walks away but then you get the priest and the priest is all like and he's just like twitching and like vomiting blood i mean it's just like 
what the hell is going on, man? In a place where, in a place where you think you'd be most protected, Catholic Church ends up being one of the most. And the priest is the guy that scares the crap out of you the most. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, Miguel, your camera just went blurry. Are you good? Hold on. Um, but also. Uh, there you go. Thanks. But also, yeah. the other scary thing is when they're changing the tire in the tunnel. Uh, and they actually just had a one of my favorite scenes is when they're in the the convenience store or in the in the grocery store, um, and they're like, "Wow, they're buying wine or they're getting wine and they're getting canned food and they're getting all this stuff." They have like four uh, four shopping carts of canned food and all this stuff, and you know the dad sets his credit card on the counter or whatever, and they're changing the tire in the tunnel. And Ed and everybody looks over, and there's rats. You don't see zombies yet, but there's rats running in the opposite direction. And then you see the shadow of the zombies coming around the corner. I mean, the first time I saw that, I was like, I mean, it's just, it's scary, man. It is a scary, scary movie. It it still, to this day, freaks me out. Um, MZ, MZ, what's going on? Uh, do you think movies suck in general after 2010? Uh, not at all. No. Not at all. No, yeah. I don't think so at all. Um, there's a lot of movies that I, I love after 2010. I mean, I think I think film changes, I think, from decade to decade. I mean, if you look at film in the 20s versus film in the 2020s, I mean, of course, they're, they're going to be complete. I mean, like opposite ends of the spectrum. And in... 3020 that's so strange to say that makes it i feel like that the spongebob episode where everything is in chrome like that's what i envisioned for 3020 uh but i mean in in another 100 years it'll be different i mean 50 years ago film was different i mean even in the 70s and 80s film was different you know if you guys Um, are wondering we didn't we did a full segment on on the 70s we did 60s 70s and 80s we're we're really repping some of our older stuff miguel which i dig yeah uh yeah i mean we we did a whole uh we did a whole uh, decade series where we looked at the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But yeah. uh, and he did clarify. He said in or they said in general, not exceptions. Um, no, in general, I, I don't think so at all. I, I think yeah. there's a lot I of would incredible say, films. I would say the uh, bad movies that, that came out in the 2010s are the exception. In general, the 2010 was is still a, a great year for movies. I mean, if you just take a look, like I could think of three uh, that I know right now: The Martian, Social Network, and th- these aren't even like Marvel movies. Oh, like man, 1917, that just came out. Yeah, like The Martian is one of my favorite films of all time. It it's in top twenty. Of, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's perhaps it's one of the most um, scientifically uh, accurate or close to accurate uh, movie about space. And Neil deGrasse Tyson did a whole thing about it, where he literally praised. Uh, the Martian for how well it it's did incredible and in re- in relative to its science with botany, physics, and just general space travel. Like it did a great job. I think the movies are slowly evolving a lot more. Yeah, we're getting our cash grab Marvel. We're getting our theme park movies yeah. like Godzilla and the MCU and DC. We're getting those theme parks. But in regards to like directors, like directors coming out and making a story that they want to tell not just like the cash grabs, they're doing pretty good still. Right. If you And if you were to convince, like, um, Andrew Mackey agrees well, he made a vid on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's still it's still one of the most accurate uh, movies that depicts all the 
all the types of mathematical equations and scientific uh, theories that goes on in space. Yeah. It's definitely a great movie. Interstellar. Look at some of the look at Interstellar. Look at Inceptions, the Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, they're yeah, man, I, I think there I, I think film is as much alive as it has ever been. I really do. Um, oh, 100 uh, percent. We're in a we're in a pretty big we're in a big shift in movies, so to speak. I think Brad Pitt said the same thing whenever he had an interview and uh, and uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, because once upon a time in Hollywood, they were going through a shift from, you know, your typical cowboy shootout to a more what is now Hollywood ish kind of vibe. Now we're getting a different we're getting a shift again where it's like we're getting back. We're getting away from the Hollywood um, tech giants and we're going to uh, more uh indie streamer kind of thing you know what i mean right like a lot of indie films yeah. are getting getting the spotlights like and, take a look and, at moonlight that right that's true too yep shine every everybody out of its expectations yeah and you bring up a good point like they have to bring back originals to make new films good and i i do agree with you to an extent there i think we're in we're in remake world yeah right we, now. that's one thing I, i'll mention reboots are just fucking we are we insane. did an episode on that too i mean it's like is hollywood out of new ideas and I, I think the answer is a big no they're not out of new ideas but as art said every film or every decade has you know good and bad films it's, it's very subjective i i think that um i don't know i i i i think it's just a phase we're in i think we will eventually get out of the remake phase um but right now people want nostalgia they want that that's why the 80s are such a the 70s and 80s and 90s are so hot right now i mean look at our show i mean good lord our our logo and everything i mean uh, the 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 design of our show and the, the the graphic design the logos the way our social media accounts look the way our backgrounds look i mean it's retro as fuck to, man it's supposed to have that retro feel because that's hot right now and people want that. Um, man, the chat is going crazy. I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Bear Knight says, maybe we should ask U.S. immigration where Andrew Garfield was at the end of 2020. He is British. He's on a visa, you know. Well, I mean, I don't – I mean, dude, I don't know. He uh, – I don't know how that works. I don't know if he has dual citizenship. Uh, maybe we should just put a tracker on Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield from now until the release of the film. I mean, hey, they Apple came out with the with the tracker tag. Do the you know do mean? the Breaking Bad the Breaking Bad thing where Walt puts the uh, uh, Hank and Walt put the the tracker thing on the car on Gus's car. Yeah, oh crazy. Uh, Nemo, what is going on, my friend? Nemo says favorite Wes Anderson film. Um, I I gotta go Resident Evil, the first one. Man, I, I and I know a lot of people are very, uh, very critical of how he handled Resident Evil because Resident Evil is such a a top tier franchise. You know what I mean? Would you agree with that, Miguel? I could agree with that. Uh, he, it's, I, it's it's obviously Wes Wes and it's W E S Anderson. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Paul W S Anderson. Yeah. But, he took he took a big risk with Resident Evil. I'm gonna be honest with you. He did. He took risks, and I think they worked. I think his Resident Evil universe worked. Um, uh, I also, I mean, his movies are fun. I, his movies scream that 2000s uh, vibe to me. Uh, Death Race. 
I know my dad loves Death Race. I always thought after the first it's one, a, I was kind of like, it's a okay. movie. I That's mean, a movie I was right like, there. Stop. But I mean, Death Race is fun. Um, Alien versus Predator is fun. I have the Alien versus Predator box set back here too. I I, I always love those movies as well. Uh, I'm on Predator side, by the way. Just saying, the aliens freak me out. Um, what side are you on for that, by the way? Are you, you on mean? the you on the xenomorph side, or are you on the Predator side for Alien versus Predator, Miguel? Oh, I'm 100 for the Predator. Oh yeah, but right. Predator in is, regards predator in regards to movies. Better. In regards to movies, it's I got to give it oh to the aliens. Alien movies. Oh yeah, hands down, yeah. the Alien movies are better. But seriously, the xenomorphs kind of freak me out too. They're they're strange. Uh, hey, buddy. I, just I always wanna, uh, let me let me let me let me let me stop you right there. Uh, Nemo, are you talking about Paul W S Anderson or just Wes Anderson? Because those are different directors, I think. Oh, I I'm sorry. I uh, I thought I read it as Paul W S Anderson. I'm okay. Yeah. I see what because you mean. Well, I, I, I heard you I heard you say Resident Evil, and I was like, uh, Paul W S Anderson did that, but Wes Anderson. Okay. He okay. did uh the Grand the Grand Budapest Hotel, Fantastic Mr. Fox, okay. and what's what's coming out now that came out and it's coming out in 2021, uh the French Dispatch. Okay. And I Isle of Dogs too came out as well. Those yeah. movies right there, I actually like those because it's a um, different I don't know if you have you seen the Grand Budapest Motel? I just had, I looked up his uh I just looked up his um I, I wanted to confirm. I wanted to correct that for you, Nemo. I know you're probably asking for. Yeah, this, I'm sorry, buddy. I read one. that the. I I must have. I I'm putting words in your mouth. I must have read that the wrong way. I thought you meant Paul W. S. Anderson. Um, I don't know. I'm a, if we're talking Wes Anderson, I know the director. Uh, I know about the Grand Budapest Hotel, um, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums, Isle of Dogs, stuff like that. But I've I'm not very familiar with his work, so I can't really. Um, Miguel it's might very, be able to answer that better. Uh, is it satirical I, to an extent? It's a little satirical, yeah. But just the way the way he lays out the scene, it's very different from your typical Hollywood. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I I misunderstood. I apologize. We have yeah, yeah, two yeah. big two big Wes Anderson directors, so I, yeah. I understand now. But I I was gonna say like. Nemo, do you know the the type of style he uses? Because in the Grand Budapest uh, Hotel and Fantastic Mr. Fox, it's very like flat. Like you see the, you just see the environment, and it's like it's kind of like a play. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like shot in like a play format, and yeah. I think it's really cool. Those those scenes right there are pretty cool. It gives it a very um, audience view. Like you're not in the movie; you're just watching the right. the scene take place, and that's pretty right. cool. Because I mean, for me, I love musicals and i love plays there's a there's plenty of things there's plenty of plays and musicals i could tell you that i love uh hello dolly obviously west side story um fences the actual uh play fences is fantastic uh yeah. if you guys don't know uh what's his name he he's voices the lion king he voices mustafa mufasa you know what i'm talking about do you mean he voices uh, Mufasa. What's his James Earl Jones? Yeah, James Earl Jones. Yeah. yeah, I was like, he was what? he 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 played uh he played the father in Fences, and he did a fantastic job. But like, just that, like, if you know what that style is, where it's like you're it, the the view is like you're watching a play. It's so different 
that I yep. that I actually enjoy watching it so much. Yeah, James Earl Jones. There you go. Sorry, I'm a little I'm lapsing a little bit in my, <laughs> I don't know. In my, in my movie knowledge right now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, in regards to Wes Anderson, the Grand Budapest Hotel is probably my favorite out of it. Sure. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the Fantastic Mr. Fox I'm, in a while. I'm not very familiar. Well, I would I would recommend you watch them. They're pretty good. And uh I would say I would say we probably need more of that, like just little oddball movies, because those are the ones that really stick with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the ones that like they're not particularly commercial, they're not commercially um, popular, right? But if you're a if you're a movie uh, lover and you actually take part in watching every aspect of the, of of just mm-hmm. movies in general, right? Uh, Wes Anderson is definitely one of those directors where it's like. Wow, he's 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 a different director. He has a different yeah, style, for sure. And I I vibe with it a lot. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. So thanks for uh, thanks for um, clearing that up with us, guys. Uh, let me go back. I man, please, guys, if you're watching right now, please leave us a like. I, I love seeing. I when I can't keep up with the chat, I love that. Like that makes me really happy. Um, Bear Knight, your thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League? We have a Check whole episode about it. We, we really, we, we really. <laughs> I don't mean it. to um, plug all of our episodes, but no, but I mean it, it, yeah. we we've we've said that a lot. Um, uh, we I liked it. I mean, there were a lot of things. It, it's it's not even, dude. It's not even in the same court as as uh, what's his name's. Um, what's it? Uh, I don't remember what his name is. Um, Joss Whedon. Uh, yeah, it's not even in the same court as that. I mean, it is it is by far the best DCEU film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I, I liked it. I wasn't a big Batman v Superman fan. Wonder Woman was good. I previously before Zack Snyder's Justice League, I would have said Wonder Woman was my favorite. But I, I liked how dark they went. I liked uh, the the ending apocalypse scene. I there were a lot of things about that movie that I thought they did really well. I don't I think it could have been less than four hours long though. I don't I feel like there are still I think things that was that, a, I think that was I, a tough sale right there. There are still things that we could have cut, I think, mm-hmm. from it. You know what I mean? It's not perfect, yeah. but I mean it's hands down letter sealed the best uh DCEU film we we've ever gotten. So mm-hmm. Uh, Nemo um, just says in the comment, he confirmed. Yeah, it is called symmetrical framing, possibly. I think mm. is that the way it's done. I, I could, I could probably. That's interesting. In regards to Wes Anderson, uh, I would say colors. I would say Nemo. Uh, would have you seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Would you say that that has the same type of style as uh, a Wes Anderson film? I love because that it has that it has that symmetrical framing. Like there's plenty of scenes where it's just. Uh, Walter Mitty and just the background, almost like you're watching a play, and the soundtrack's dope too. So, <laughs> yeah, That's an incredible film. Mm-hmm. I would agree so much. Yeah, yeah, Jade. <laughs> I love you guys. Jay Dead says, Boy, I smacked that like button like Picard smacking Kirk. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Uh, Bear Knight says, Future movies will just be CGI, no human beings. That is that is that is a topic because we meant I would want to talk about that with uh Buzz Lightyear's uh movie that Light came Lears? out. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Goofy with uh with Guilty. that movie moving forward, that movie right there, <laughs> if you see like how the CGI is made, the animation of that movie, you could tell like how far we've came 
in regards oh, yeah. to just animation. Well, it was 1990, what, six compared to 2021? Yeah. yeah. You know? So, and also with the whole point of people, of all these people getting de-aged in these movies, like Alfred Molina and um, splicing uh, recently deceased actors like Carrie Fisher and yeah, Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's going to be used a lot. It's not going to replace actors, obviously. Uh, no, but I, I don't think it'll ever completely replace. Mm-hmm. But that new tool that we have may come into consideration every single movie that's being thought of. Oh yeah, there's definitely yeah. more and more of it in every film. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween gruesome kills. I can't even watch Scream alone. Ghostface scares me. Ghostface never scared me. Uh, Ghostface is actually I find him. Michael, more you're scared of Ghostface. I almost find. Come on, man! You get more annoying, man. I know, right? I don't know. Ghostface never really scared me. None of the main icons really scare me. I mean, there was a moment there. I I gotta say, there was a moment in Halloween Kills where I was kind of like Cameron's death scene. I was kind of like, okay, this is like this is prime Michael, man. Like this is prime. Like Michael Myers is scary again. Like, yeah, congratulations. yeah. yeah. Um, Freddie used to scare me when I was a kid uh obviously he still scares me i mean obviously freddy is freddy can be scary yeah uh, the premise of the movie is more scary than actual Um, actual uh i oh that's that's not true i I don't even know if it's scare rob zombies michael myers the tyler main playing michael myers Mm -hmm. he gives me anxiety (laughs) like like he i just i feel like i'm gonna like have a panic attack uh, when I watch him, like in H2, the hospital scene, like when he comes around the corner with the knife and he just kind of looks over at a poor, what's her name? Uh, the nurse. Um, what's her name, Miguel? I don't know. She's that, a- that when I watched Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween and Rob Zombie's Halloween too, it was like a fever dream for me. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. It, it just that it, his, his, his Michael Myers freaks me out, but I mean Tyler Maine is like seven two or something. I mean, just like stupid. I mean, he's huge. Uh, what was that? Was that Milo? That was Milo. What did he do? I think he stepped on something over here. What did he do? Oh, uh, uh, he's got a question. He's trying to throw it in the chat. I know, um, right? What do you got? Um, let me see. Art said, I watched the Witches remake last night and it was actually pretty good and scary at times. Glad you enjoyed it. MZ says, your thoughts on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've only seen it once um, and I'm not going to lie. That was a late night watch. I would have to give it another round to really, I think, absorb it. Um, but I liked it on um, first watch. It, it was a, It's a lot to it's... take in. You know what I mean? Would you agree with that? Yeah, well... I've seen it a couple of times, so I can pretty much give a good idea. So what I think of the movie uh, is that Quentin Tarantino's second to last movie. Like this next yes. one is obviously his last. I so. so this is probably like his love letter to Hollywood, I would say, because uh, Quentin Tarantino, big, big movie fan, like huge movie. He literally He's a big Halloween owned, he, fan, by the way. Yeah, he is, isn't he? He almost he, directed he, Halloween Six. Did he really? That, that, man, um, that man almost wrote Halloween Six. I know, and and I like his his story is actually really stupid. Like, I'm glad it didn't go in this direction. 
but it would have been fun. Like he would have mm-hmm. just to say that Quentin Tarantino directed a Halloween movie and Halloween six at that. You know what I mean? That just would yeah. have been like crazy. So I'm glad he didn't though, because I mean the movies he's been making, the movies he makes yeah. are pretty nice. Yeah. But moving on to Once Upon Hall, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, this was pretty much a love letter from Quentin Tarantino to just Hollywood uh, in general, and um, obviously. Uh, it was great to see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt work together. I know that's something that we all wanted to see pretty soon, and their chemistry is dope. Um, having Margot Robbie, Robbie uh, play as what? Who is the who is the woman that was killed by uh, the Manson family? I don't. Sharon know Tate. I'm gonna be straight up. I don't Sharon know Tate. Uh, for her to play, for Margot Robbie to play Sharon Tate. I mean, she did a spot on job to. To play as her i mean she she pretty much acted like sharon tate would back then and one thing i did love about a once upon a time in hollywood was the ending if you guys don't know in the ending um um instead of the manson family attacking sharon tate they attack leonardo dicaprio and uh and uh, brad pitt and obviously things take a turn for the worst obviously doesn't go in favor of the manson family mm-hmm. And that's like a thing I love of uh, of Quentin Tarantino. He creates a story of something that sounded that sound preposterous. Something that we wanted to happen. Yeah. I just love him, Mike. Not like that. We Not didn't like want that. that to happen. No. Not like that. But moving on, um, he really did a great job. Sorry, I just got let me just do that. There. Okay, we're good. We're good. Anyways, Quentin Tarantino does a great job of telling the stories that he wants to tell. As you can see in Inglorious Bastards, how Adolf Hitler was assassinated, that wasn't how it happened. But yeah. it was something that we all would have right. liked to see. We would like to have that to happen. Making and, a story out of a out of a, a true story, you know? Yeah, it's like he 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 made a great historical fiction, so to speak. And obviously what made I would say I would say once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably one of the most heartbreaking movies I have seen Quentin Tarantino make right. because it changed that <clears throat> they changed the history of what actually happened. So at the end of the movie, when you see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character uh, go up to Sharon Tate's house for the party that they were going to, it's a beautiful scene, but it's also really heartbreaking to know that that never happened. It's like mm-hmm. that never happened because we all know what happened. We right. all know the tre- the treacherous thing the Manson family did to Sharon Tate and her friends. But for him to do that, it was it was like what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It was it wasn't horrendous. It was just like it was very surreal to see like if certain if the situation had played out differently, we could they could have survived, so to speak, yeah. and. Quentin Tarantino did a really big, uh, took a really big risk on that because he, like, that could have blown out of proportions fast and he could have yeah. got hated for trying to, like, you know, tell a different story of what really happened. But for sure, he did it in a way that made it very, um, very, um, very digestible, mm-hmm. so to speak. I would agree. Because if he would have just been like, oh, Sharon Tate's the one that takes down uh, the Manson family. No, that would not have played over well. Instead, right. you have the Manson family take over, take take on an entirely different house. 
Like they literally said that they're going to Sharon Tate's house, but they said, well, let's go take on, let's see what the Leonardo DiCaprio is doing. Yeah. That's, that's literally how, how the, how the story goes. If that decision right. was made, the situation, the, the, the course of history would have changed dramatically. Right. But obviously it didn't. So, but to keep the point going is Quentin Tarantino, that was literally a love letter to Hollywood. And I think it's probably one of his more, um, I would say it's probably one of his more beautiful movies I've seen. Obviously, it's one of his that. most well-received movies. I didn't know that. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of going off of what I remember, but I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people really, really enjoyed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot because it was pretty much depicting like it was depicting the change, the shift and the way Hollywood was going. Yeah, it added the chemistry. Like also you had the chemistry of Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and their character. Cliff Booth, literally my favorite character in the whole Hollywood. The Mm -hmm. one thing I will say that, okay, what was this? Dude listening to Quentin talk about directing Halloween 6, you can tell he loved the franchise and would have made a great film. It would have been something. Would have been would something, do. man. Yeah. One thing I would say about uh, Quentin Tarantino is he did a he did a pretty uh, spotty job with depicting Bruce Lee in the movie. It made him seem a little bit mm. more um, uh, showboaty, which I mean, yeah, he kind of was, but he wasn't like that. He wasn't just an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm sure yeah. he was at some degree, but he was he was a little bit more respectful of uh, of certain things in his in his life. But hey, yeah. that's just Quentin Tarantino telling the story, and right. all I can do is respect for it. For sure, man, absolutely. Uh, Jay Dad, let's t- let's take this to about one. Uh, let's take it to one forty-five. Uh, Andrew Garfield looks just like Anthony Perkins in Psycho, dude. He does. He hmm? does. What? A- Andrew Garfield looks like Anthony Perkins in Psycho. He looks like Norman Bates. He, dude, he does. Would you? Let us know, guys. Would you like to see Andrew Garfield play Norman Bates in a Psycho remake? We were just talking about how remakes are too much. That'd be dope. I know. I know. We just were. But I don't know. They they might remake Psycho one day. I mean, one of these days. I don't know. Psycho would be a hard one to remake um, just because, you know. I mean, it's psycho. You it's know? like that, that it's was like definitely doing... a movie of its time. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's it's literally like it's literally like uh, I heard a story. I heard Ricky Gervais make a joke about uh, sequels. He said, "There's there's reports of a sequel to uh, Sophie's Choice," and Ricky Gervais was like, "What is she gonna do? It's gonna be like, well, I guess it's gotta be that one then, right? Like like what else? Like where else can you go with these stories? Like honest right. to God. So I mean, yeah, I think." Keep Psycho. Don't touch Psycho. Yeah. Don't touch it. They've already done it once, and it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, the only good sequel... Remake. The only good remake I've seen so far is... Uh, not remake, but like sequel to like one of these older uh, horror movies was The Shining. Yes. I yeah, did with like, Dr. Sleep. I, obviously. It did oh, well. Dr. Sleep is incredible. It's incredible. You know who played Norman Bates in the, the remake of Psycho from 1998? Who? Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I like Vince Vaughn, but that was not that I don't know. That movie was garbage. Um J Dead says Wes Anderson, Paul Anderson, <laughs> Art Anderson, they're all the same. Pamela Anderson. Oh good <laughs> lord, man. That's funny. That is funny. 
Uh, Jay Dead says, Slashers never scared me. However, movies like The Exorcist, The Omen, Antrim, and Blair Witch freak me out. I think Blair Witch is stupid. I think Blair Witch is an incredibly overrated movie. It never did it for me. Granted, I haven't seen it in probably six years. Um, but it, it, it's definitely, it's one of those, it's, 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 I'm pretty sure it's one of the first found footage, uh, films. It is. And it, and look, I, I totally get it. I wasn't old enough. I wasn't a part of that. Uh, I I wasn't old enough at the time to see that when it came out, but I mean, you got to think when the Blair Witch Project came out, they, they marketed that film. Like it was real. Like they found this footage out in the woods somewhere and there was a website that made it look like it was real and the internet was new it didn't you didn't have social media there weren't people saying like this is fake this is just yeah the fucking so people the thought websites that was real the the websites were so creepy and eerie too like if you got yourself in the dark side of the web back in and it the was 1990s, the early it was that like that's it was scary that early fuck. web man that yeah. dial-up internet ba-doom, bum, bum, ba-doom, ba that mm-hmm. early, you know what i mean that early crap from when we were kids so but i mean and i we weren't old enough to experience that so i remember i actually rent what wow what a blast from the past do you know where I, the first time i saw mm-hmm. blair witch project was not where i saw it but how i watched it how i rented the blair witch project when we when I was a kid, I was in I was in middle school. I rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> the last it was like right before the last Blockbuster in our town closed. My, you could have kept that movie, we went, and they I would not have. Yeah, I could have kept it, but it's fine. Nobody knew that they were all going to die. Uh, oh, we it, knew. I, I rented <laughs> we the knew. Blair Witch Project from Blockbuster and watched it. That's where I, that was the first. And I, I remember I was like. Like telling my dad, I was like, "Why did people like? Why do people freak out about this movie?" And he was like, "Stupid." Like it's just, I, it, it didn't do it. I mean, literally, I, it it just it didn't do it for me, man. I don't know. Uh, but yes, paranormal movies can be freaky. I mean, The Exorcist stands up today. Um, Amityville stands up today. The Paranormal Activity movies, The Conjuring, they were good at first. The Conjuring is good. Uh, although I will say, I think The Conjuring and the Paranormal Activity movies have both kind of like overstayed their welcome a little bit at this point i'm like okay like how many more times can we do the same thing you know what i mean yeah you know um so i don't know uh oh yes 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 halloween gruesome kills thank you octavia spencer duh i don't know why i could i can't think of names tonight um the nurse in h2 that michael kills oh okay when he, he stabs her like eight trillion times um in the in the hospital Last couple here before we head out. J-Dead says, great idea for a film would be a thriller where Manson and his family was only one small part of a death cult during his trial and other really famous actors, directors, and musicians start getting murdered. That's Whoa. a little too dark, my friend. <laughs> no, hey, hey, I mean, I, it, if somebody wants to do that, that'd be cool. But man, that's, that's it's an interesting that's, one. That's, it'd be, that's very, an interesting it'd, be, it'd be kind of Zodiac-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Art says, except Halloween, they can remake that a few more times. They will. They will remake it. I just, I hope, I hope somebody comes along and really does something true to the original. I don't want to see anything crazy. I don't want to see his backstory explained. No cult of thorn, no white trash. I'll come over there and 
I don't even want to say that live on the show. I mean, just like I, none of that crap. I, I just want a good, solid remake of John Carpenter's film. And again, I've said this before, uh, and I, I plan on fleshing this out. I promise you. I'm making you a promise here on this episode. I, I want to flesh out my idea for a Halloween remake, and I want to have an episode on that. Um, and I want to talk you guys through that because I, I really do. I have I have some ideas that, I mean, it's, it'll never get made. That's not what I mean. Um, but just to, to use this to kind of share that with you guys, because I think if we, if you took the, uh, if you took the route of, making the the primary focus of the film michael and loomis and loomis is the main character not laurie loomis is the character you're seeing a lot of this from loomis's perspective he wants to help michael but he knows that he's purely and simply evil he wants to save people in haddonfield but he feels guilty for the fact guilty he feels guilty guilty for the fact that michael got out and that he's crazy and i mean he just I, i feel like that could be Seeing Loomis's descent into like, oh my god, this is my like, this is my fault. You know what I mean? And like kind of seeing, Loomis. I mean, there, there's just there's so many things. Like, I, I, I really want to do that. I, I need to get on that and start kind of fleshing that out. And we'll we'll do an episode where I talk you guys through that. Um, last two here. You guys got to watch Antrim, most underrated and genuinely creepy movie in the past decade. Antrim, man, I have added like six movies to the list of stuff that uh, we got to watch. So. Yeah, and like I said, I, I just will, I just uh... looked it up, and it's like a sat- satanic cult. Oh, and I'm just Lord. saying, don't, don't buy that. I don't really vibe I don't know with if that. I can handle that. I can do yeah. flashers all day, but man, I don't. That's that might be where we where we uh, draw the line. But I mean, guys, hopefully we'll get to uh, we'll get to check out some more of these indie horror films and horror films that aren't typical. Um, on more episodes of Purely and Simply Evil. We ended up going way longer than I thought we were going to go. We are almost at two hours, but the chat really started kicking there at the end. So, guys, that is going to do it for us for episode number 47 of Let's Talk Movies. We want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. We actually had to kick somebody out of the chat earlier for being stupid, but what are you going to do? I mean, you're, you're going to get trolls. You're going to get that stuff. So, But you guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with us. You guys are the very, very best uh remember dune our dune review is going to happen on thursday evening at eight o'clock p.m uh eastern standard time uh, and we will do that live with you guys there will be spoilers um but new episodes of our shows come out every single monday and friday at 8 p.m eastern standard time and uh we please follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at we talk the movies and uh we'll talk to you guys soon man Please show up for our Dune review. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, by the way, we will, we are going to, Miguel's actually going to meet up this weekend and we were, we're going to get more purely and simply evil stuff rolling. I know people have been asking about that. People want to see more of us uh, talking about these old horror films and uh, we're going to get there. So guys, take it easy. Have a great rest of your week and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya. See ya.